0: Kirk Swanson with Transitions Hospice with me today. Kirk, good to see you again. Yeah, good morning. And uh, today we're going to talk about the uh, the CNA division. I, was it proper to call it a division, a discipline? Uh, sta- or? Discipline, Okay.
1: Yeah. We've had, um, you know, everybody from the chaplain, social worker, nursing um, on, mm-hmm. and really the backbone of the service that we provide is our, you know, our CNAs. They're out in the field all the time, taking care of patients, um, you know, helping families, uh, they, they're kind of the unsung heroes uh, mm-hmm. of the work that we do.
0: That really kind of makes everything come together. Uh, really, are these guys right? Exactly, and gals, <laughs> exactly. Right, and we brought one in with us, Kevin Turner. Kevin, good morning to you. Morning. And uh, how long have you been with Transitions Hospice?
2: I've been with Transitions for about four
0: years. And how long have you been doing CNA? Is this something you wanted to do since you were a kid, or, or how did how did the, that uh, career path uh, develop for you?
2: well um my parents are both in the medical field so mm-hmm. and i've been doing it close to 10 years i think
0: where did you start out as when you when you were first starting to do it
2: uh i worked out at astacare in paxton mm-hmm.
0: and getting into transitions how did you get into uh, working for transitions
2: kirk kirk
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know we're always looking um we have a lot of interaction with a lot of different people so it's very difficult to hire for hospice because it takes that special skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we see people that would be a good fit, you know, we, we like to entertain and see if, if they feel it would be a good fit too. So when Kevin and I know, have known each other for a long time and uh, had the opportunity to, to bring him in for an interview and everybody uh, was on board and thought mm-hmm. he would be a great fit. He's, he's been very good for us.
0: What is that special skill set you're looking for?
1: You know, end-of-life care is very, it can be very challenging. You never, you know, not just the patient, but sometimes families are are trying to cope with the situation as well. So you have to have somebody that can wear multiple hats, if you will. You know, sometimes there's social worker aspects that go along with what they do aside from the care. You know, they need to be there for emotional support for these families as they're going through this end-of-life process with their loved ones.
0: And, Kevin, do you find that you are able to do that? Like, you know, Kirk just said, kind of the social work a little bit, you're dealing with the family as well as the patient. Um, You find How do you find kind of finding that balance a little bit uh, when you're out there?
2: A lot of it is just knowing when the family needs support along with the patient.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So
1: I think some of it is knowing when to keep your mouth shut and let the family or the patient talk Mm -hmm. and and when when to fill in those gaps because sometimes people just need to be heard Mm -hmm. and i think that's a very important piece of of what we do Mm -hmm. is you know sometimes just getting it out helps whoever they're dealing with so Mm -hmm. you know when our cnas are in there they're listening to what's going on and you know they have to develop that sense of timing of knowing when to talk and when not to talk.
0: And Kevin, um, you know what? What you know coming to transitions. Obviously, you know Kirk. You have, you have a relationship already being with transitions. And you know even though he is sitting right here with us, has it been rewarding for you so far? Yes, it has. It's been the best job that I've had. And what makes it the best job that you've had?
2: Interacting with different people every day, and the fact that the families look at us as one of them Mm -hmm. when we're taking care of the patient
0: if do you ever have uh you know fellow cnas um, do you talk to them about doing you know hospice type care as opposed to you know all the different fields there are um do they have a lot of questions for you about how different that is compared to what the other fields are yeah they do and what do you what kind of questions do you get from them and you know how what's
2: the best way to answer those sometimes it's difficult to explain to them um hospice as a whole is totally different than Mm long-term care most of the time i tell them you just got to have a big heart you have to do it for the patient and the families and you have to want to
0: do you find it a little harder to do since this is kind of end of life that we that you're dealing with uh, every day
2: sometimes it just depends
1: i think the the reward that our CNAs get from working with these patients far outweighs any of the negative uh, things that go on with it. You know mm-hmm. that there's upside for them as well in, in interacting with uh, these families and, and
0: patients. Kirk Swanson with Transitions Hospice with us today, talking with Kevin Turner, one of the CNAs there. Kirk, do you find that kind of touching on it a little bit? Is it harder to bring people into to this particular part? You know, as far as CNA goes. As opposed to the others, you said their special skill set. How do you go about recruiting people?
1: Honestly, you know, a lot of times we have people come to us. They see Mm -hmm. us out in the community or they see us, um, you know, wherever we're taking care of our patients at. And that's really kind of our best advertising. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we get to do a lot of of one-on-one fun type things with these folks that other CNAs in other areas may not get to do. Mm -hmm. So when they... You know, they see some of those things, they're like, you know, that kind of flips a switch in their head, and they're starting to think okay, maybe this is something I would like to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Kevin's a great advertiser for us just because he's out there doing the work and the patients and the families just have nothing but great things to say about him and the rest of our Mm -hmm. CNAs for that matter. Mm -hmm. There's just upside to it. And it sounds funny to say that when we're talking about hospice, but there truly is. I mean, it's just a very rewarding situation Mm -hmm. for us to be in.
0: Kevin, do you find it that you, I guess, or, or tell me, do you focus more on one particular patient at a time? I know sometimes in a hospital or, you know, a, a, a nursing home setting, you're walking around dealing with a lot of people. Do you find that you're able to spend a little more time with a patient as opposed to having multiple that you're having to travel around with or, or does it work that way?
2: Yes, I get to concentrate on one patient at a time. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to to meet more of their needs and give them that one-on-one time
0: that they need and deserve. And so you get to know them uh, pretty yes. much. and almost kind of anticipate what they might or might not need or what the family may might or might not need. Yes. And do you find that as far as a day goes, you know, regular work day, you know, um, whatever that may be, what is a regular work day for a CNA in hospice? Or is there a regular work day?
2: <laughs> it just depends on the patient load and the patient needs that day.
0: But you get to spend that day, like we said, concentrating rather than going around. You find that's kind of rewarding com- compared to, you know, o- other what as kirk kind of said what other cnas might be doing where there is that focus
2: yes i enjoy the time that i get to focus just on what they need and getting to know them getting to know the families it's a lot more rewarding that way
1: that's one of the things that we promote when we're talking to families too is that they receive the benefit of this extra one-on-one time you know it's not spread out over um, a long period of time it's they get one-on-one attention which is You know, somebody in a situation like that is, you know, can be very beneficial for them to to receive that. So uh, definitely makes it, shows the advantage of having hospice on board. Uh, the, The CNA
0: care is definitely at the top of that list kirk swanson with transitions hospice and uh, cna that's just as we started off at the top just one of the aspects but really really the the backbone of the company of what you guys do yeah absolutely and
1: we don't talk about them enough unfortunately that's why <laughs> one of the reasons i wanted to, to to bring them into this conversation is that not a lot is said about the work that they do and they don't get recognized a lot of times but um, the, the staff that we have provides excellent care for, mm-hmm. for everybody involved mm-hmm. so we wanted to you know, let people know about it.
0: And so you've got the CNAs, you've got the social work, you've got the chaplain. Um, there's got to be another one that I'm forgetting. Nursing. Nursing, thank you. <laughs> so you've got all those aspects all, you know, under one umbrella, so to right. speak. Right. So.
1: Yeah, we're... You know the way I explain it to people is we've got the patient in the middle, and we kind of circle the wagon and have all these resources available to them and the family. You know, and the CNA piece is very, very critical.
0: After or, or towards the end of care life is never a conversation you really want to have, but it's one you should have. Never a bad time to have that conversation.
1: No, it's not. You know, the more you talk about it, the the easier it is to have that conversation. And the important thing is. For the patient to tell their family or their loved ones or whoever's taking care of them, um, you know, tell them what they want, so that if they get to a point where they can't say what they want, the family would be like, oh no, they would want this or they would want that, so mm-hmm. they can speak on their behalf. Definitely, much better situation than you know families that that don't have those conversations
0: and don't really know mm-hmm. what their loved one wants. If uh, people want to find out more about transition hospice, you know, some frequently asked questions. How do we get in contact?
1: Sure. Uh, TransitionsHospice.com would be your good uh, jumping off point. Mm -hmm. It'll have our contact information on there. Uh, You know, we operate uh, in Illinois and Indiana. So wherever wherever the folks are at, we can get them in touch with the right people. Kirk Swanson, thanks for coming in today. All right. Thanks so much. Kevin, thanks for coming in today. You're very welcome.